Builders Prepping. I know I can help you if you've got any issues, problems, concerns, or questions. So, let's set up a time to chat, huh? Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. I couldn't help it. We just got that promo done by Mr. T, who's been working overtime behind the scenes for the benefit of all mankind and anyone who wants to talk to the prepping coach, right? The prepper coach with John. Anyways, I subjected you to that. I'm sorry. But a lot of people don't realize that we have that available through the preparedmind.club. Now, in addition to that, we have a brand new feature being released tonight. For everyone who's already signed up, who's already a premium member, it's going to be our free, folks, bi-weekly newsletter. But in order to get it, you've got to go to the preparedmind.club, click the free newsletter link, and sign up. That's how hard it is. <laughs> sign up, and uh, we will touch on additional SHTF prepper, Patriot News, satire, etc. cetera. Um, you leave us your email. We do the rest. We're probably going to release them every Tuesday and Thursday. And uh, while you're signed up at the preparedmind.club, uh, you may as well sign up for our premium video service so you can join us live, like we're live right now. Only two bucks a month, seven cents a day to support our efforts, folks, to prepare others so that they're awake and aware, red pilled for SHTF. Now, folks, this is a huge. I mean, it seems like I say this every day. You're not going to believe how huge this shit is. Well, it truly is. It is a huge deal, folks. And this is going to be a big one. I don't even know if the mainstream media will cover it, but it's going to be huge. You know why? It, does, uh, it, it just undoes. It will unravel a decade of World Economic Forum, a decade of U.S. political intrigue and and, well, let's just say it, theft and corruption. Same for the United Kingdom, the European Union, and all of the European and North American oligarchs who have been fleecing the people of Ukraine. Now, get this. Here it is, folks. It's a massive story. Put on your seatbelt. Click it or ticket, right? Russia is now going to help Ukrainians, quote, get rid of the regime. That was stated by Sergei Lavrov, right? Foreign minister for Russia just comes out and says, we're going to help Ukrainians get rid of the Zelensky regime, folks. Unlike the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, and boy, did I have a field day talking about, well, them and their other super secret, super powerful cohorts in the FBI. Anyways, unlike the CIA, Russia has openly, publicly proclaimed and stated exactly what they do. And in fact... Mr. Lavrov even said the words in English. English. So there's no confusion, no mistranslation. They're going to help Ukrainian people get rid of the Zelensky regime. Now, there's they're not they're not being sneaky. There is no sneaky, you know, like the CIA and the State Department of 2014. There's no sneaky little coup to install Zelensky and his crony idiots, right? They're stating that they will assist openly and directly to help the Ukrainian people overthrow Zelensky. Get them out. Why? Why would Russia state this? Could it be that they know the Ukrainian people don't appreciate it? I mean, but really, let's ask the question. Don't Ukrainians love their leader? The skinny jeans wearing light in the loafers, stool pigeon, the Z-man, the, the comedian, musician, dancer, and uh, shall we say protein receptacle for many men in Ukraine? Don't they love being told that they can't have free speech, a political voice, or oppose any Zelensky policy without losing your money, losing your bank account, losing your wealth, losing your house, losing your life, and being sent to prison? Don't they like that? Isn't that called, well, tyranny, despotism, oppression? Don't the Ukrainians like that? 
Don't the people of Ukraine love being forced, conscripted, also known as drafted, into the military to be sent to slaughter on the front lines that Zelensky wants to push back into the territory that Russia now firmly controls? And here's one for all of our special friends. Don't the trans people of Ukraine love having a weenie check? And if you've got a weenie being denied your gender identity and forced to fight for the Ukraine army. <laughs> oh, they don't like the weenie check, folks. No, I'm a girl. Yeah, right. You know, weenie check time. And, you know, don't the people of Ukraine love seeing the gold, wealth, mineral resources, food resources, and the labor of the Ukrainian people themselves being taken, all the profit by foreign politicians and oligarchs for zero benefit to the people. Now, of course, if Russia helps Ukraine become free of the World Economic Forum, NATO, the United States government, the UK government control, and of course, the Zelensky control, it won't be rainbows and parties every night. It won't. But it might be better long-term for them. Just like we have to get rid of our snakes and scum in D.C., and once we finally get that done, hopefully we do, God willing, we can then rebuild our nation or all of our nations in the West. But folks, is it going to be an insurrection, an insurrection in Ukraine? Or is it going to be, well, the people liberating themselves from yet another stooge, another toad of the West? Now, I, of course, uh, shot a little, shall we say, satirical humor at our limp-wristed friends who say, hey, look, you know, I'm a girl, even though the weenie check says otherwise, right? This is great. Today, America's Vice President Kamala Harris showed us how we're supposed to talk. I guess before you, you come up with any statement, you're supposed to say, I am, state your name, my pronouns are what and what, and I am a what, sitting at a table wearing what and what. She said this, literally, the vice president says, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. And I am a woman sitting at a table wearing a blue suit. Well, she got the color right. I don't know if she's a woman. I thought she was a hoe. And I guess her name is Kamala Harris. And I don't give a shit what her pronouns are. <laughs> I mean, didn't Ted Cruz try it the other day? He's like, my pronouns are kiss my ass. I, I don't care what you say your pronouns are. I don't give a flying fuck at a rolling donut. I don't. Folks, this is an attack on not just, it's not just an attack on traditions. It's an attack on the intelligence of the human mind. If I'm sitting at a boardroom, if I am sitting at a table, if I am on a conference call, and so everyone else has their own pronouns, I'm going to spend so much time worrying about which pronoun goes to which person. I'm going to spend so much time worrying that I'm offending one of these fruitcakes that I won't be able to join the conversation with any level of intelligence. And that's what they want. They want everyone worried about everyone's feelings. Instead of thinking with the intellectual, critical mind. Unfreaking believable. It's hit the fan, folks. And they're coming at us full speed. And by the way, no one gives a shit about Kamala Harris. In fact, in fact, folks, unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable. Right? Oh, the New York Times? <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't think she's ready. The New York Times doesn't. The Hill doesn't think she's ready. You bet. You bet. They, they think she's, she's, no. They're afraid to lose Biden because of her. And they're afraid to keep Biden because he's such a loser and he's destroying America. And the voters know it. Voters know it, folks. Now, this was impressive. Matt Getz, representative out of the great state of Florida, right over that way. Florida, right? Representative, Republican doesn't give a shit about anyone. He's basically had it with the feelings also. Something is happening to many Republicans that is making their, their spines, well, get a little stronger. 
It's making their testicles drop a little and their voices deepen. <laughs> and I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to encourage you, folks. Matt Getz tweeted this. Why is it that women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Nobody wants to impregnate you, impregnate you if you look like a thumb, right? The left, the media went after him for his disgusting and misogynistic comments. And I'm actually kind of proud of him for stepping up and saying what he believes, right or wrong. At least he's stating what he believes and he's not apologizing. So this reporter confronts him and says, is it safe to say that based off your comments, you're suggesting that these women uh, at a, these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? And, and the response was, yes. <laughs> what do you say to people who think those comments are offensive? The reporter asked in a follow-up question. Be offended. And he said it with a straight face. Bam! That's how it's done. Now, here's my thing. Uh, wow. Beautiful. And folks, I wasn't making that shit up. Is it safe to say, based off your comments, you're suggesting that these women at abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think those comments are offensive? Be offended. That's right. You can be offended. You can be upset. Right? I don't think that I'm Clark Gable or any other supposedly a handsome person. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm fat, skinny, thin, tall, overweight, ugly. I don't care. In fact, I think those kind of jokes are funny when they're made about me. Right? I love a good roast. These people, though, folks, they're finally getting it back in their faces. But the left, as described or demonstrated by Kamala's speech today, they're showing us that they're not done. They're going to keep coming at us. In fact, we've got this. The Biden economic advisor talking about the current, not a recession, right? Well, it isn't technically a recession and uh, has this to say. It, it feels unique because it is unique. This economic situation we're in feels unique because it is unique. I think that being raped would feel unique also, but it's a crime. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we don't want that feel unique, but we don't go, well, you know, it feels unique uh, because it is unique. And just totally ignore the fact that we're all getting screwed, folks, and this screwing that we're getting. It's not just me and you. It's not just preppers. It's not just Republicans. It's everybody, right? The wealthy, well, they're feeling it somewhat, even though they have so much disposable income. They wouldn't give a shit if gas was 20 bucks a gallon. But the middle class and the poor, they're really feeling it. Democrats, too, and they're losing their voter base. But let's look around the world now, folks. What is the rest of the world feeling? Well, guess what? They're not liking these new mandates. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab and his cadre of douches are trying to destroy the whole world. They're not just taking on you and me in America. They're taking on the world, including us. Yes, right. They're cutting. <coughs> they're cutting nitrogen. They announced in uh, the Netherlands, then Ireland, and Canada, Italy, Germany. They're trying to do that, right? Well, in Italy, folks, Italian farmers took their tractors and surrounded the offices of government bureaucrats. And there's another big bam, right? And this is what was tweeted. Italian farmers also rise up and besiege the offices of politicians. And here's the quote. Corrupt politicians, we come to get you. These poor people do not have the money to feed their children while politicians earn 10,000 euros a month. City councilors in Rome have increased their salaries, folks, 30%. That's right. They're rewarding themselves in Rome, and I'm sure everywhere else, while screwing over the people and putting our food supply at risk. Oh, have no doubts. Have no doubts. Folks, it is on. They're going to affect the food supply. There will be further insurrections all around the world. 
And it's incredible, folks. I don't think these people can hide. I don't think they're as anonymous as they think. We know who they are. We do. All of us. Someone will. Someone will, folks. But I think this is what they're counting on. I think they're counting on the people panicking and being so worried about living from day to day that they kind of forget about who these people are. Never forget, folks. Just like they didn't forget who the Nazis were after World War II and they hunted them all the way to South America. <clears throat> now, this is how they're, I think they're trying to, another way they're trying to convince us. In Alberta, Canada, did you know that deaths from an unknown cause is the leading killer there? Heart attack? Diabetes? Stroke? Nah. Liver disease? Nah. No, no. It's an unknown cause that's killing the most people in Alberta, Canada. Well, I mean, is this unknown cause? What is it? A serial killer? Alien abductions, folks? The one thing, the only thing that has impacted a massive percentage of the population is the Jim Jones juice. We know it. They know it. We all know the truth. How long can they deny it, lie about it, hide it? And finally, what will we done? What will be done to those responsible for the Jim Jones juice creating it, disseminating it, lying about it, pushing it on us, mandating it, demanding it? Who's going to be held responsible for that, as well as the cover-up, the denial, the censorship? And what is the penalty going to be for these people? The number one cause of death in Alberta, Canada is unknown. We don't know what's caused. We don't know what it is. Sudden adult death syndrome. What is the other thing in the last two fucking years that suddenly showed up? Is it that hard? No. In, in truth, folks, it really isn't. It really isn't. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, folks. They want to push that on us, you and I. Oh, by the way, it is going to be the second half of the show. Uh, and you <laughs> get to ask me questions. You get to bring your topics to the show. And then the show will go out into the vast universe where it'll be disseminated, folks, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. It'll go to BitChute. It'll go to Rumble. It'll go out in private emails. You can share this video far and wide, and it does. It gets copied, duplicated, pasted everywhere. We reach thousands and tens of thousands of people, folks. We're helping defeat these scumbags. And what's the response? To continue to attack. This is, folks, a psychological war of the greatest magnitude ever because of the types of media and communication available. Imagine if you lived in a town that relied on the Pony Express showing up once a day or once a week with the newspaper or two or three private letters telling people about what's happening. You would have just those sources along with, well, strangers who came to town bringing with them news. Can you believe what happened? This was in the paper, right? It gets disseminated everywhere. Well, that's only two, three weeks old, right? Now you get instant news, instant propaganda, instant lies and storytelling coming from governments, media, big tech. Oh, you bet. <clears throat> right. So this attack comes, folks. Now, Representative Big Marge, Marge Taylor Green, right? She urged in a speech for the grand old party, the Republican Party, to embrace American nationalism. Nationalism, folks, means love your nation. Well, the left went nuts and says, she's a Nazi, because <laughs> she used the term nationalism. Folks, nationalism is not Nazism. The moronic Democrats think it is, though. You know, sheesh, morons. Nationalism is loving one's country. In America, being a nationalist means putting America first. Isn't that one of the new slogans that goes right along with make America great again? How about restore America again? Let America be great all by itself. Get government out of the fucking picture, right? 
put America first with money, politics, our collective efforts, then we can go out and help the world. That's the way America used to work. We used to take care of ourselves first. And whatever was left, America is very generous and we help the world. But still, it's nationalist first. If nationalism in America is wrong, folks, then I don't want to be right. But nationalism is right. It is not Nazism. Right? Nazism is fascism, which is socialism. That's right, folks. The Nazis of Germany in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s were socialists. Meaning government has 100% power and control over everything. Totalitarian, authoritarian, Nazi power is socialism. Who wants socialism? The Democrats? 90 Proof Nancy, Upchuck Schumer, Joe Biden. Who is the one running around pretending like he's God and he can mandate everything? Oh, Joe Biden. That's right, Joe Biden. Uh, and that dumb fuck came out and he looks like a pasty ghost. He makes me look like, folks, I've got a hell of a good tan. That's how, that's how pasty he was. And he wasn't just white without, without melanin, without tan. He wasn't white, he was pasty looking. He looked like he was three sheets dead. Like, right, that guy, Joe Biden, came out and he wants to continue to criticize Donald Trump. He's attacking Donald Trump. Unbelievable. Saying Donald Trump was, well, he's trying to make him sound like a terrorist. Unfreaking believable, folks. You know, wow. Now, this headline came out. This was incredible. They're trying to use everything they can to get me and you to hate America and to get the political left to hate us. I don't give a shit, folks, what color your skin is. I don't care what your genetics are. I don't care what your racial back. I don't care where you're from on the planet. If you're an American, you're good. If you love America, you're good. If you know the Constitution and you support it, you're good. But get this. This was a Yahoo News story. And I covered it, folks, only from the extent that the entire police force resigned in Kenley, North Carolina, because they didn't agree with the new manager, the town manager, the city manager that was hired. Now, here's the headline. Ready? A North Carolina city hired a black town manager. Then its entire police force resigned. Did you catch that? Now, the police force said they resigned, saying there was a toxic and hostile work environment. They didn't say the city manager is a black woman and we don't like that and we're a bunch of racist pigs and we're quitting. It has nothing to do with skin color, but they want to make everything about skin color. It was her politics, her toxic politics, her hostile attitude. And it must have been known very well. Because once she was hired, they quit. Now, having lived in small town America myself, population 10,000 people, you know everybody and their business. You know every lawyer in town because there's just a couple handfuls of them. Sadly, that's a lot, but yeah, they're there. And everyone knows their politics and how corrupt and shitty they are. And when they get put in a position of power and authority, the howls of objection start and they should the corruption in america folks isn't just in dc it's everywhere it's everywhere <clears throat> we need to restore integrity and point out when there's a pile of shit hired in a city regardless of gender or color they need to be pointed to and there is no well i'll take the paycheck because i i should you know i need the money Instead, this town says, no, we all quit. We're not going to work with that scum, right? That communist socialist scum. Beautiful. Great job. You know, it's, uh, there's something changing in America. There is a push and people have decided it's time to quit giving a shit what other people think. We know what's right. I know what's right. Sometimes I can be a little crass. Sometimes I can be a little rude. Sometimes I might even be called mean. Ooh, he's so mean-spirited. He does mean tweets. He does mean this. 
fine. I'm a mean guy. Leave me the hell alone. If you don't like it, leave. If you love it, come back. <laughs> right? That's why we've been here for almost 10 years, you and I. Now, <clears throat> President Trump is at the lead in this, folks. We've got a ragtag army, different types. We've got the ex-military. We've got city people, country people. We got cowboys, we got farmers, we got industrialists. But hey, we all come from different places, but we have one thing in common, or at least we should. And that is a desire to be free, to benefit from our own hard work and effort, and have a country that treats everyone the same. Right? Make America great again. Right? President Trump is, is out there campaigning not for himself even though yeah he's going to benefit long term for the 2024 election but for 2022 he doesn't get anything out of this he's campaigning on the behalf of america first nationalist candidates right? and he says this american dream is being torn to shreds i noticed it years ago folks i said that's it i quit I'm not going to go out and try and make a million dollars. I'm not going to try and earn a million dollars. I'm not going to try and kick ass and bust my ass just so I can give half my money to the government. Not going to do it. The American dream was buying a house so I can pay the government 3% annually back. I have to pay 3% to the government to live in my own house, plus make house payments, plus insurance. Right? I'm going to buy a car, a bunch of big fancy cars. Pay a bunch of taxes, then pay a bunch of registration, then pay a bunch of road tax and fuel tax, driving all over the you know the kingdom trying to trying to make money and make shit happen just to pay it all to government. No, no, right? Trump says that it's time for us to bring America back. We need to use our voice, folks. What are they trying to do? They're trying to silence us. Have they been successful? Have you any idea how successful censorship is on TV? Don't, don't know the answer? Hmm. Successful, isn't it? <laughs> They've been very successful. But now we're starting to learn. Being quiet doesn't help. Conceding. Being conciliatory. Hey, you want to bend the knee? Then you've admitted you're scum. You can't, there's no way to satisfy these fucks. No way. Can't do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Not a good idea. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> they won't allow us, folks. They won't allow us. <sighs> but they're going after everybody. They're attacking everybody. They can't take a chance with Trump, and they're really afraid of DeSantis over in Florida. Right? Newsom is running ads saying there's a lack of freedom in formula uh, in Florida. And, and Pritzker of Illinois is attacking him. He recently traveled down to Florida. What a fat ass. To give a speech ripping Florida and Governor DeSantis' policies, calling them racism, homophobia, and misogyny. This fat fuck has to say. And declaring DeSantis is just Trump with a mask on. Folks, DeSantis isn't even running for president in 2024. Trump does, in fact, in all the polls, have him beat. But these leftists are psychotic fools, and they're attacking everything. They're like rabid weasels on a leash. You get anywhere near them, and they just attack you. Expect more, folks. Expect more as shit hits the fan. It is going to get nasty. Now, this is the monologue followed by the Q&A, and guess what? It's time for the Q&A. That means your guys' questions, comments, etc. And I want to remind you all, hey, get to the preparedmind.club and sign up if you haven't already for the subscriber newsletter that's going to go out. It will have discounts, folks. That's right. Jolene is gone and gotten discounts on prepper items. Can you believe it, man? Since, since Patreon dicked with us, we have gone after it big time. New channel, right? Better content, more content, more goodies, easier, everything, just everything. Prepper Coach, now the newsletter. We've got an app. The app can be found at the preparedmind.club. Folks, we got it. We've got it all. 
Are you ready? Okay, here we are. We're back. It's not like a regular commercial, is it? It's not a commercial where you got time to go get a new cup of coffee or something. You know, you're like, oh, it's a commercial. Oh, shit. You know, I'm back. All right, let's do this. Let's see what you want to talk about. What's on your mind? And Uman says, make communism un-American again. Communism is un-American. Communism hates America. Because they know what America really is. America is me and you doing whatever the hell we want. Short of committing a crime, which means not a crime against the state, but the injury of another person or property. Freedom and liberty is what America stands for. Hey, you want to work hard? You get to keep your money. That's American. Communists hate that. Everything, folks, in a communist socialist country is owned by the state. You may get to hold a piece of property, say an automobile or uh, an object like a nice TV, but they all belong to the state. You own nothing. The state can come anytime they want and take all your shit. You have no say. No say. You own nothing, not even yourself. Not even yourself. All these stupid, stupid pro-abortion twits who love socialism, government power, right? And it's my body, my choice. Well, in socialism, you dumb bitches, it's not your body. It's not your body, and it's not your choice. In socialism, they can tell you, you're going to make babies. You're going to be a baby factory. Oh, I love it when they call themselves, we're not baby factories. Yeah, we're not baby factories. Folks, the ones that are screaming that, you wouldn't want them having any babies because they're going to grow up just as stupid and dim-witted as them. <laughs> Are you trying to offend people? Uh, what, what if you offend people? Well, be offended. These idiots, I'm being nice when I call them dim-witted twits. They're un-American, but they don't understand. Right? They want to be owned by the state while claiming they don't want to be owned by any, any Republicans. Right? It's like the it's like the hate Trump crowd. They don't know why they hate him. They just they just know he's bad. <laughs> right? They're, they're idiots, kind of like Al Gore. He says climate deniers are like the Uvalde police who sit back and didn't rescue children. Uh no, no. Climate deniers would be wrong and drowned by rising seas if we were wrong. I don't see any rising seas, so. Uh, unlike climate deniers, right? I, I'm I'm not wrong. I can deny any any climate stuff I want, and we're not drowning. Uh, government agents who don't do their job, like you, Al Gore, fat liar head, uh, you know, who don't do their jobs, people die. When people in the government don't do their job, people die because of government lies and ineptitude. Ah, okay. Let us move on. Let's. Who's next, Jolene? We've got East Texas country boy. And he says, end the Internal Revenue Service and the EPA and cut the BS regulations and our economy would flourish like never seen before. I'll tell you what, we have a lot of regulatory crap we need to get out of the way. IRS, EPA, I'm with you, man. How about OSHA? How about OSHA? How about the Department of Homeland Security? Yeah, yeah. How about FEMA? What good do they do? How much do they cost a year? How about all these social programs that don't help anybody? In fact, they keep people, uh, shall we say, non-productive. Right? Our, our country would flourish with much lower taxes. Can you imagine, folks? <clears throat> I don't know what your tax rate is. If you figured out after all of the federal, state, local sales, regulatory, or, reg, uh, or uh, shall I say, um, registration taxes, property taxes. And if you're renting, you're paying property tax because whatever the homeowner needs to pay the mortgage on the property you live in, they add the property tax right on top. 
You pay these taxes. If you figure out how much taxes you pay, do you think you pay 20, 30, 40, 50% of your income total when you're all said and done? Because when you buy something at the store, you pay the tax that they add on and they have to pay tax. So they add that on. And then where whoever they bought that from has to pay a tax. So all through the distribution system from the time a product is pulled out of the earth or grown, taxes are paid every step of the way, taking the price and making it more and more and more and more and more expensive. Have you thought about it that way? Well, if you had, you may realize you're paying 50% or more in taxes. So if we cut our taxes in half, I'm going to be generous and, and say, we're only going to make a tax cut of 50% across the board. If your taxes went from 50% down to 25% total, your federal tax that you pay went from 25% down to 12%. How much money would you have? Another $6,000, $12,000, Oh yeah, I would like to keep my money. Right? All the taxes I've paid over my 52 years of life, as a kid, I paid taxes for Pete's sake. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Yeah, this country, we would all, we would we would pay off our debts. We could buy things that we wanted. We would have savings accounts. Interest rates would be what? Where they need to be. It's unbelievable, folks, how propped up, manipulated, and screwed with the system. Let's move on if we shall, though. Great point. Thank you. And now we've got David. He said, it could be the Jim Jones juice or it could be from the virus. But we will all be sick from this for life. It was a bio attack and it got us. <clears throat> Why isn't anyone talking about this? Why aren't we making China pay for what they did? Well, number one, China is paying for what they did with their own health. You know, as far as what is this doing to us as a people? I have never gotten Cerveza Bug, and if I did, it probably got absolutely smashed and destroyed because I take, for my horses, horse paste on a regular basis, right? I know doctors that do that. They take it on a regular basis as a prophylactic, a preventative. I don't know if everyone does, but I'm sure I've had it, folks. I'm sure I've been exposed to it. I'm sure I have. We're talking about cerveza bug, folks. I didn't get the Jim Jones juice, nor did I get boosted, and nor will I. Because I think that is a far greater threat than just the, the, the Gina virus itself. But still, let's assume that we've all gotten it, we've all been exposed, and there are complications that will come with it that affect our health. It's a possibility, and I've recognized that, and I do appreciate the point you've made. How bad will it affect all of us? Right? Will it, it give us symptoms that are persistent? They never disappear. Will it just weaken our immune systems in general? Right? Will autoimmune disorder or AIDS uh, be one of the revelatory things where like, oh, shit, a lot of people are now having their immune systems break down. That is a time will tell. And it's very possible that, yeah, time will tell. If you drive around your town one day and you realize, you know what? There certainly are a lot fewer cars on the road and it's not the gas prices. Right? We may find ourselves in that world in five years, folks, or 10 years. Like it or not, we may find that the population has dwindled. But if that happens, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of other problems that go along with it. question is, what can you do about it? Right? right now, there's a lot of people in the United States of America and on the planet who are alive, kicking, and well-versed in what is happening. Probably a lot more than the government would like to admit. People who really know what's going on. And the rich, right? they don't have the cure. In fact, if you remember when the cure came out, whether it was the hydro stuff or the horsey stuff. They threw a raging fit that that had been leaked. And I came out and said, look, if you're going to play around with anything in the bio world, 
there needs to be a backdoor cure. You create the cure first, right? The thing that shuts it off, kills it. And that's what those old, cheap, inexpensive, readily available, widely produced drugs do. Because it really is a coronavirus, a cerveza bug. The coronavirus is a cold virus. And if it was manipulated, right, and it appears that it was or could have been, gain-of-function research that uh, Dr. Doom should be being investigated and I would hope to be indicted, prosecuted, I'll give him a fair trial. And then I think he should be paraded before the American people who have been handed a bag full of rotten tomatoes before he is taken off to jail. I don't think that would be a cruel and unusual punishment. In fact, I don't think that would be much of a punishment at all. But he needs to be remembered by history for what he's done, his lies, his bullshit. I mean, just today, folks, just today, he tried saying he never recommended lockdowns. They're trying to rewrite history as we go. They have screwed it up so badly, folks. They have made so many errors. They genuinely, folks, truly did everything wrong. Genuinely, truly did everything wrong on this. Now, while they've released a bioweapon on us and caused all this damage, I want to remind you all, that these idiots, because that's what they are, these idiots are not perfect. They're not all-knowing. They're incredibly arrogant and incompetent at the same time. Klaus Schwab wants to write books on the Great Reset and then enact the Great Reset and pretend like there's no Great Reset and call it a conspiracy theory. Well, we all know it's a Great Reset, and then he continues to come out and say Great Reset, and we know what the Great Reset is. We know it. You know it. Unbelievable stuff. Let's move on if we shall. It is your turn on the Prepared Mind channel. <laughs> and I tell you, it just gets better and better and better. Sally Sue says, John, I saw someone comment this on one of your videos, and I'd like to hear your response. This is all BS. There is not a food shortage. There is not a gas shortage. There will be no World War III, and the monkeypox don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to choke on my tongue. One, <clears throat> one moment. Mm. There is not a food shortage. Okay. Is there a food shortage or not? Have we or have we not seen aisles in stores with less food on them than there should be? If there was not a food shortage, all the aisles in every store around America would be fully packed every day. There is a food shortage. Is there an acute food shortage followed by hunger three days later? The answer is no, thankfully. Now, how about Sri Lanka? How about Pakistan? How about Iran? How about Libya? Food shortages? Yeah, there's actual shortages there. That's why they're rioting. Now, there's not a gas shortage. Currently, there is not. Why? Because we have bulk reserve storage tanks. Millions of gallons of diesel, millions of gallons of gas. And these tanks, though, are supposed to be full. But as the diesel tanks came down, tank, 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 they started saying, hey, look, this isn't good. We're going to have a fuel shortage, right? We're going to have a fuel shortage. So what did they tell the oil refineries? Increase capacity. They said, okay, we're now going to increase our production to what capacity we're capable of. And they have maintained enough fuel in these tanks where we don't have them full, but we don't, we haven't run out. We don't have a shortage in that way. The potential for a gas shortage is very much like the potential for a food shortage. They're telling the world, you don't get to have fertilizer because of Russia and Putin. You don't get to have fertilizer because it's nitrogen and it's evil, even though 80% of the air that you breathe is nitrogen. 1% of the air you breathe is carbon dioxide, and it always has been. Right Now, this year, 
they're saying diesel is more expensive. Cost is up. Farmers are like, fuck it, we're not farming. We can't, can't afford it. Can't afford the seed, can't afford the fuel, can't afford the fertilizer, can't afford to pump the water with our diesel powered pumps. Those that are farming are saying, we're gonna have to raise our prices to pay for all this stuff. Now remember folks, these farmers go under contract with companies like ADM, Archer Daniels Midland and other food producers, Cargill, to produce the grains and the and the all the produce. The problem is, right, if they can't produce it for what they're contracted for, they just say, hey, force majeure, can't do it, or I'm not going to sign that contract. So there will be food shortages or less food available next year. Now, there will be no World War III. That's what they said before World War II. There'll be no World War II. That, that's what they said, you know, before World War II and before World War I and before the Mexican-American War and before the, the uh, American-Spanish War. Uh, you know, b- before every war, they go, there, there's not going to be any war. Yeah, uh, let's see. In Ukraine, there's not going to be any war. <laughs> In the Balkans, there's not going to be any war. Syria, it's not going to be any war. Then why are things blowing up and people dying? There's going to be World War III, folks. It's already started. What is World War III? Well, if you think it's going to be nuclear weapons, it's possible. However, it's unlikely. What is World War III? We skipped, I think, the atomic weapons and went right to more advanced forms of warfare. They're less destructive. Well, at least in the sense that we're going to have to rebuild bridges and highways and buildings and infrastructure, etc. And monkeypox don't exist. Uh, I believe that there's a number of homosexual men all around the country who would disagree with you. They've got monkeypox. It is a disease. It looks more like an STD than otherwise. Still, folks, it gets transmitted. It's a disease, but it's not affecting right, the whole population. It, it's funny how they're trying to classify it as a, it's a disease that is spread mostly by men who have sex with other men. The community of men who have sex with other men. They don't want to call it the gay community. And interestingly, largely, that's who is contracting it. Anyways, I, you know, the people who are naysayers or trolls, they're idiots. That's why on the uh, uh, Prepper Coach with John, I've got a thing that you have to check, right? I understand this and I understand that and I understand the other thing. And I understand that if I'm going to harass sexually or become abusive, then John can just hang up the call at any time, right? Because of trolls. That information or that line is not there for the good people who want to participate in Prepper Coach with John and talk to me. That's for people who want to, well, put up the money and just talk a bunch of trash at me. I'm not going to tolerate that shit, right? These trolls are morons. Now, I, I may, if it suits me, engage them and have a good laugh at their expense. But for the most part, they're just idiots trying to get under your skin, trying to make you doubt what you know to be true. That's that's a troll's job is to piss you off, waste your time, and get you to doubt. That's why we go over this information, folks, and we take a piece of information. It becomes a foundation. Here's the foundation block. Government lies. Undoubtedly a bedrock. Pooh, foundation piece. And then you build other pieces on top of that. Well, if government lies, do they lie about the economy? Do they lie about the military? Do they lie about anything? Everything. Yes. Why would they lie? Who does it benefit? As long as it benefits themselves, they'll lie. As long as it increases their power, they'll lie. Right? You have to understand that. Let's move on if we shall. Rick O'Connell checks in. He says, John, any chance Greg Abbott, who is the governor of Texas, DeSantis, the governor of Florida, or any of the other red states stand up and say, screw Biden's regulations and start drilling more oil. The oil belongs to the people, not the corrupt government. Now, I would like to address this uh, the best I can. I don't 
I don't know if they're going to do that. Is there a chance? Yes. Any chance? Yes. Any chance they'll get away with it? Yes. What do I mean by get away with it? The oil belongs to us, the people. All the government is, they're not the owner. The government is not the sovereign of the people. The government is only sovereign. The United States government is only sovereign with regard and respect to interactions with other national governments or other countries, if you will. That is the only place and time where they are sovereign. The court can determine whether or not uh, uh, a case has merit and who's right or wrong, but they don't, the court is not sovereign. The president is not a sovereign, he's not a king. The Congress, Senate, and the House of Representatives, they are not a sovereign body. They are a representative body of the sovereign people, us. This oil belongs to us. Now, if we go to the state of Texas, and by the way, DeSantis, I, I don't know if there's a lot of oil reserves down in Florida. I don't know. I've never researched Florida oil, but I know Texas has a lot of it. Now, Texas is a constituent member of the United States of America. It is by right and by title, a republic, a free, independent, individual republic, Texas. It is a member state of the Union of the United States. Texas owns that oil. Well, who owns Texas? The people of Texas. The people of Texas are sovereign and the people of all these United States are sovereign. We're sovereign collectively, and you can't have something collectively if you don't own it individually. So that therefore, I would argue that we are individual sovereigns. Does that mean that as a sovereign, you have a right to go kill other people or take their property? No, because they also, as individual sovereigns, have every bit as right to their property as you have to yours. So we all have to respect ourselves and respect one another. Now, start drilling for more oil. If Greg Abbott were to say, we're going to drill for more oil, how would anyone know if they're drilling for oil in Texas? Does, is there a watchdog group that watches every drilling rig go out? Every drill company that goes out and sets up a platform? Oh, I, I know that someone would tattle. There would be someone who would tattle and run to the EPA and run to the federal government and say, by golly, they're setting up deep drill rigs in Texas, and they're going for that big pool of oil, those billions of gallons, folks, billions of gallons of West Texas Intermediate Crude. They're going for them. Could the federal government come in and stop them? Sure. They could come in and a bureaucrat could write up a red tag slip and say, pow, you're not allowed to drill. Get back in his little uh, uh, electric vehicle and buzz back down the road and hope he gets to a charging station before he runs out. Or they could go to court and sign a cease and desist order, right? And then say, whoever violates this is in contempt of our federal court inside your sovereign state of Texas. Once again, we start arguing sovereign to sovereign. They could drill oil. They could tell the federal government to fuck off. The federal government could go so far as sending the military there with guns and tanks and tell Texas no more drilling. And Texas could say, get off of our land. You are federal agents. We have not crossed a state line. The federal government's jurisdiction, its exclusive jurisdiction, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the United States Constitution, includes the District of Columbia, forts, arsenals, dockyards, and other needful buildings and places. But it does not include the entire continental individual, independent, and sovereign 50 states. No, no, no. Marianas Islands, sure. Guam, Puerto Rico. Those are, those are territories. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are under the exclusive jurisdiction of the United States government, but not Texas. Now, if it came down to fighting, actual pulling of triggers, right? Devolt. <laughs> Right, firing cannon. That would be interesting, huh? 
would the federal government actually engage in violence? Well, the Texas State Guard might have something to say. It would be a mess if we come to that, folks. But we're already in a mess. This is it's very tricky stuff. Could Texas say, fuck you? I hope they do. Regardless, folks, I would love to see him do it with Trump as president to see what Trump would say. Right. This would invite a whole host of questions that could be answered legally. You know, will the Supreme Court address the situation? Does the United States government in Washington, D.C. exercise exclusive jurisdiction over what's underneath the sovereign land of Texas? They might argue yes. Of course, the U.S. government would argue yes. I would argue differently. States' rights. The 10th Amendment, right? All rights, right? Not expressly, or all powers not expressly delegated to the United States government. That would be D.C. All, right, authority not, uh, or all rights not delegated to the, the federal government are reserved to the states themselves. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say the United States government has a right to control anything under any other state or to tell any state what they can do within their state. Now, could the federal government say you're not allowed to transport oil that's drilled in Texas out of Texas? There's nothing in the United States Constitution that prohibits or allows the government to prohibit in interstate commerce. In fact, they're allowed to regulate it. But again, the word regulate, right? How, what does that mean? To normalize or shall we say make the process of interstate commerce the same everywhere. In other words, everyone's allowed to cross every border. You can't say, well, you're coming from that state over there and we're going to charge you an admission fee of $10,000 to drive your truck through our state where other states don't have to pay anything, right? In other words, it's to regularize, to normalize the transfer of goods from state to state. It doesn't mean the government can say, you're not allowed to do this and we're going to charge you a special tax for crossing a state line, there's actually not a painted strip of land between every state where the federal government puts down that paint and says, you step across that, you got to pay a special tax. Nothing in the Constitution to that. I mean, you can, you can really argue this to the most ridiculous level. But this is where we're at. When the vice president of the United States comes out and says, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her, and I'm a woman sitting at a table wearing a blue suit. Yeah, folks, we're getting fucking ridiculous when we get to that. And when a sitting president who has been in office for 18 months needs to go on social media and attack the prior president for having done nothing, trying to distract the world, blame someone else. It's unbelievable, folks. The January 6th committee, what are they proving? That they're a bunch of bungling buttholes. Or maybe I should say bugling buttholes. And I'm sure Jerry Nadler would have a hard time refuting that claim. You know, same with Biden. Unbelievable. He tweeted some shit like, well, you know, I'm going to join a conference with CEOs. I'm like, well, are you going to Zoom crap your pants on them too? I mean, it's unbelievable, folks, what we're dealing with. Texas can drill the oil, in my opinion. Will the United States government try and stop them? Yes, they can. Ultimately, the oil belongs to the people. It should be drilled, refined, and used. God put the oil here for a reason until we figure out a better form of energy. You know, a single explosion, folks, a single volcanic explosion puts more pollutants in the air. Mount Etna, Mount Vesuvius, Mount St. Helens puts more particulate, more chlorine, more gases, more carbon, carbon dioxide, more shit into the atmosphere than us humans ever have. I guess unless you discount, uh, you know, and say, well, the fires in California, which are raging out of control once again, right? We could probably blame Gavin Newsom for putting more carbon particulate 
in the skies. But still, here we are, folks, putting up with the asinility of the asinine. Okay, if we've got one more, oh, shoot, we're past an hour, folks. We're past an hour. Uh, I, I want to thank you for supporting us here. We're doing what we do with the broadcast, with the preparedmind.club, with subscribestar.com. We're doing the newsletter. We're doing the app. We're doing the prepper coach. All of these things are done for you. And so you can utilize them as a tool to help yourselves, to help others wake up and become aware, AKA red pilled. We're wanting people to wake up and get prepared because it is nasty and it's going to get worse. And I want to thank you all, right? I, I could go get a job. In fact, I was offered a job yesterday, a significant salary, folks. I was talking to a man who offered me a high paying job. And this morning I sent him an email thanking him for his offer and politely declining it because I would rather take my little jobs and sit here and do this with you than to get a big, fat, juicy paycheck and pretend to be some kind of big, powerful shot. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be here, right? It's a sacrifice to not go out there and play corporate stooge. Or is it rather not a sacrifice, but rather a great privilege that I have? And honestly, indeed, I believe it's a great privilege to serve you and the general public and America and the world by being right here. And you guys and your support at the preparedmind.club at Subscribestar and every one of those stupid commercials that comes on. Anytime a commercial comes up, we get some pennies, but it all adds up. Right, the get the fuck back and stay back fund is supported by all the things you do. Shopping on the preparedmind.club, whether there's a discount or not, right? We get a little bit of money and it pays for the lighting, it pays for the spam in the fridge, it pays me to be able to sit here hours on hours a day and talk with you guys and write the newsletter and do prepper coach with John. And, and, and talk to people and converse via email and text. And it's a privilege for me. And I want it to continue because it's important. It's more important for me to be here with you guys on the Prepared Mind Network than it is for me to be out there in the world of construction as a superintendent or a supervisor or a manager. It's more important to be right here. So as long as you're supporting me, this is where I'll be. And you can count on that. And they want to stop us and silence us. They want us to shut the fuck up. They don't like it. Kind of like that person. There's no shortage. Uh, uh, honey, are we out of beans? And uh, oh, my God, uh, maybe we got a shortage. Yeah, there's going to be problems, folks. There'll never be shit. It's the fan. Things are fine. Right? These assholes. There'll be no pandemic. Everything's great. Doctors, you can trust them. Right? Well, go get your shot there, Smarty. These fucking jackasses are out there. There won't be World War III. <laughs> I mean, the World War IV. There won't be World War V. How, many, how much evidence do we need? We have the evidence. We have the evidence. You have the evidence. We know what's going on. So get prepared, and thank you for supporting us once again. God bless you. God bless America. Semper Fi means always faithful. And thank you for coming to the preparedmind.club, for coming to subscribestar.com, and get ready for your newsletter. It's coming out starting tonight. And for the next person who's in line for Prepper Coach with John, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
I've got over 30 years prepping. I know I can help you if you've got any issues, problems, concerns, or questions. So, let's set up a time to chat, huh? Can you believe these fucking idiots out here, these communist bastards? They have no idea. Really, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. They're complete morons. I mean, they're showing us exactly who they are. They're telling us what they're going to do. Our, I'm, bring it on. Bring it on, bitches. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm offended. No, I hear you, man. I think the same way. Hey, be cool, man. I mean, just, we just got to wait. It's just a matter of time. That's it. You know, I'm being prepared. I agree. We, that's number one. Got to be prepared first. And then it's going to happen. Then it's